Which, by the way, Megan did talk shit about your typing earlier. You're a liar. You said it was distracting, but it's okay because you're straight up passed out during this week, so you'll be fine. Look, I also don't care if it's distracting. I could give less than two shits. Oh, shit. Blake don't care about his fans. What the fuck? TMZ up in this motherfucker. Just call me Brock, bitch. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time for a load of BS, yeah. The greatest show on the planet, the podcast, the podcast, yeah. Hosted by two of the greatest men in the world, yeah. Hosted by two men on a rocket ship to outer space. Joining me on this journey in the space, yeah. Is he the B L E K E? It is the Blake, Blake Tanner. Yeah. How you doing? And on my my on the other side of the microphone, <laughs> I met my my partner in crime, uh, the 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 man who needs only one introduction because I can only give him one introduction. <laughs> the, the the recording master, my uh, Scott Show Scott Scotty Scott. Yes, Scott. the Scotchio man and Blake Tanner together, you and I. The mega powers were gonna ride a rocket straight into space and beyond the universe itself. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh, we my are God. gonna. I'm a open huge up. fan of Macho Man and Morty. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Oh, ladies uh, and gentlemen, uh, I'm Scotty Moore. The that giggle you hear is the man known as Blake Tanner, and you are here for a load of BS. And, uh, Blake... I hate my life. (laughs) Um, we kind of messed up. All our audio from last week has been lost, but that was a blessing in disguise. Because... No, it wasn't. Okay. But it, it was... It was an advantage. It was something we could take advantage of because, Blake... That allowed us to record on a very late Sunday night while both of us are batshit tired after an amazing weekend of pro wrestling. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a load of BS pro wrestling edition. I like wrestling. Yes, we love wrestling. That's a thing that I like. So uh, I unfortunately had to go to Universal Studios with my friends... Which is a sentence I never thought I'd have to say. I un- oh. I unfortunately had to go to Universal Studios. It just sounds like torture. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, so I actually missed SummerSlam. So, Blakey Tanner, if you could, let's go through all the episodes. Give me give me right. your review. <clears throat> Are you ready for Blake Reviews? Blake Reviews. <laughs> SummerSlam. SummerSlam. You gotta do the <laughs> SummerSlam. 
Yeah, the blue is really what helps. Yeah, so, that's the it's the Nixon. You gotta get your chops. <laughs> the Nick the Nixon jowls just are rolling. So yeah. uh, our pre-show, we had matches. All right, pre-show. So starting off, our first match, also known as the uh, when I started drinking match at 4 p.m. <laughs> Central Time, um, was a 12-man tag match. I really don't remember who was in it. Uh, uh, American Alpha, Hype here. Bros, The Usos, and The Heels from SmackDown. We have the VOD villains, The Ascension, and Breezango versus The Hype Bros, The Usos, and American Alpha. What did you think of this clearly five-star candidate match? It's never fun with a 12-man tag match. <laughs> As a matter of fact, half of the commentary that I remember yeah. was just... Who the fuck's the legal man? No, you still well, know. Dude, you started that sentence like Quint, like one of the guys from Jaws. Just like, ain't no 12 match ever good. <laughs> 12 men go into the ring. 12 men leave. Nothing happens in between. Nope. Sharks take the rest. Six men on one side. Six men on the other. Two get in the ring. Cena takes in the, the rest. Uh, next we had uh, the Dudley Boys versus Sami Zayn and Neville. This just cemented for me how sad I am that the Dudley Boys are back. <laughs> because, you know, Sami Zayn and Neville, the two white-hot uh, New Era dudes who... Everybody Fresh else hot baby enjoys. Faces from England and Tijuana, mm-hmm. Mexico. Um. So, yeah, that happened, and Sami Zayn and Neville won. Yeah, I was disappointed that they weren't on the main card doing something. I'd just rather see Sami Zayn and Neville fight. Yeah, I was. I, I was really disappointed. Sami wasn't on the card, but that's just mm-hmm. because he is my ginger brother in arms. Um, All right. This is the third the pre-show that, match. Uh, surprised me, Cesaro, Sheamus, the best of seven. Yep, they started out their uh, best of seven series, and Sheamus won, and that's all I remember. I, I, that, feel, I feel that was a match. It was a match. That was about it. It was a match. Yep. I'm really enjoying the drunken, tired. I really don't remember this part. Can we skip it? Of this, I'm gonna be honest. For the next three or four matches, that's what you're gonna get because a, I was drinking, and b, I was playing Mass Effect two. <laughs> So what you're saying, Blake, is that when you heard, My name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, you didn't pop out of your seat? Oh, no, no. When they came on, I was right with them up until they got finished with their promo. Because that that is our next match, Enzo Amore Mm -hmm. and Big Cass versus... Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, also known as Team Canada 2.0. Also known as Jericho. How was Um, that match? Well, I'm going to start off by saying the best part was uh, Enzo and Cass's promo. Yeah. As always. As with every Enzo and Cass match. It was their homecoming match, because, you know, those two, those are some, a couple of New York boys. Yeah. Um, How you doing? That's their hometown. And... Uh, Enzo came in, and he was hot fire spitting. 
uh, Cass started singing shit, and he was like, damn, that man's got some pipes. And then Jericho and uh, Kevin Owens came out, and they're like, you guys suck. And then Enzo and Cass was like, no, we don't. Okay, <laughs> let's fight. Welcome to Pro Wrestling Reviews with Blake Tanner. So the guy came out and was like, hey, you suck. <laughs> then the other people came out and were like, hey, we don't suck. Then other people came out and were like, both of you suck. Anyways, then they fought. Yeah, they fought. Wrestling. Um, it was it was a solid match from what I remember. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a token Enzo and Cass match. Okay. Now for the match, I'm... Very interested in your opinion on when the daughter of a certain individual that we have on this podcast frequently faced off against the boss, Sasha Banks, for the WWE women's title. Tell me what you thought, Blake. Blake? Oh, no! So the Sasha Banks and Charlotte match was so horrifying it caused you to disconnect from (laughs) Skype? Man, it wasn't even that bad. It was a (laughs) solid match, but then... Then the ending happened? Then the ending happened. She didn't even... She's... She she just won, like, nothing. She just won. She just won. And I was like, oh, it's nothing. Sasha's going to kick it. Nope. She didn't kick out. So. I'm just... What clearly sounds to me like the match of the night, The Miz (laughs) takes on Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed redacted Cruz. Apollo Creed takes on the the mic. I don't don't know why they tried to make it a thing uh, where Miz was just mispronouncing Apollo Crews as Apollo Creed, and then Apollo kind of got annoyed by it. Wait, is that literally the storyline? Because, like, I don't know. It has been for the last week. The storyline is The Miz Can't Pronounce Your Name. Mm -hmm. Okay. On to my match of the night. Match. I I knew it. I was going to call it your match of the night. I had a feeling. Mm -hmm. Because not only was... I'm not expecting it to happen, even though supposedly Cena's track record is getting beat at SummerSlam. It was a pretty good darn match. But, Blake, here is the most important question about this match with John Cena. Going in, we we were all asking it. You were asking it. I was asking it. The whole world was asking it. Did he want some? He don't want none. No, he don't want none. Alright, so the match kind of started off a little boring. Oh, this is, of course, uh, John Cena versus AJ Styles we are talking Mm -hmm. about right now. Yes. So Cena would jump off the top rope and hit this leg drop. And I was like, oh, AJ's dead. No, he kicked out. And then Cena's like, okay, I'm just going to AA him a couple of times. AJ kicks out. Okay, um, AJ's like, I'm just gonna hit you with, I'm just gonna calf crush you for a few minutes. And then Cena's like, no, I'm gonna reverse that into an STF. No, I'm gonna reverse that. No, we're gonna reverse that. Now we're gonna get reversed. And there were so many reversals within the span of 30 seconds. Um, Classic good match stuff, really. Yeah. Uh, Until the point where 
Cena hits AJ, and AJ's down, and he picks him up, and he goes, and he's tried this three or four times at this point, and he finally hits the top rope, Avalanche AA, and he covers him. It's got to be. It's over. One, two, AJ Styles kicks out, and he starts to get back up, which makes John Cena run over to the corner Wait, really? And stare in disbelief. So Cena sold it like a... Cena sold it like a fucking zombie had risen from the ground <laughs> right before him. And then then AJ was like, you know what, Cena? You don't want none. So he hits him with the Styles Clash, but he's like, no, that's not enough. So he jumps over the outside of the ring, springs up, hits him with the forearm that's oh phenomenal, and then bam, one, two, three. Brilliant. Clean as a whistle, middle of the ring, AJ Styles cements his Legacy. Stylesness. Um, uh, time for the tag match of the night featuring your WWE. World Tag Team Champions, the New Day, versus Carl Anderson and close personal friend of the show, Luke Gallows. Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gallows, oh, thank I'm you sorry. very much. Of course, we are talking about Dr. Anderson, Dr. Gallows. Mm-hmm. What, would he, what about okay. this one? Good match? To start this match out. Hold on. For people listening, let's preface it by reminding them this was a storyline entirely built around crushing a grown man's nutsack. Like, mm-hmm. this entire and rivalry is built around crushing a man's balls. So, which made it even more weird when, it, to start out, Jon Stewart came out to the ring. I'm sorry? <laughs> and he was like, man, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, you guys suck. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be an honorary member of the New Day tonight. So then they started the match, and then uh, the the club, you know, the club dudes, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, they were pretty, you know, they were pretty dominant They're for most good at of it. They were down boys. Yeah, yeah, then they, you know, they were getting it. They were just going at it, man. And then it was a pretty solid tag match. Um, until. Okay. I don't remember what happened, but Carl Anderson and Gallows had... Woods dead to rights off yeah. the magic killer in the middle of the ring. And then Jon Stewart hops in the ring. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. And they're like, what the fuck, John? We were about to win. You can't do that. That's not cool. And then John's like, oh, I'm sorry. And so they're like, fuck you, John. Then they knock him down, and then they're about to do the same thing they did to Big E where they were about to crotch him on the ring crash, post. Yeah, crash his balls into the ring post. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's Big E! Big E Langston! Popping out of nowhere! He God saves John Stewart. Man. He was great. But then he attacks the club and since he's not part of the match, they get disqualified. So your winners are Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. All right. But still... Your WWE World Tag Team Champions. It's the new day. Yes, it is. How about next title match? Dean Ambrose versus Ric Flair's 
greatest <laughs> Matt wrestler of all time, Dolph Ziggler. You mean Colonel Ziggler? Colonel Ziggler. So, this was a match. It was okay. a very solid match. I would say it's a match worth watching. It wasn't a great match because you knew that Dolph Ziggler wasn't going to win. And that's just the way that Dolph Ziggler's been built for the last yeah. two, it was three, just kind of several years. Yeah. All right. And it was just built to cement Dean as a champion. Yeah. And I fully expect that within, you know, maybe even this week, AJ Styles is going to start gunning for him. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Up next we have Carmella. Oh, my lovely Carmella. Naomi, the Irish last kicker herself, Becky Lynch, versus mm-hmm. Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and... A surprise. Su- a surprise. Well, yeah, surprise entrance. Because, um, as it turns out, Eva Marie, who was originally slated for that, was really tired of the negative crowd reactions. So she's on a uh, she's on an extended vacation. Yes. However, making However, her glorious return, the lovely is, Miss Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. And... My impressions on this match was it was a very solid women's wrestling match. It was the best multi-tag match of the night. Yeah. Up next, we have Seth Rollins versus the Demon King. And now, all we care about, you know, how amazing was the entrance? Best paint job on Finn. Oh, uh, really? As so far, yeah. It was really cool because it was... He wasn't totally covered. But, yeah, uh, good match? It was a good match. It was a really good match. Um, um, and let's see. Finn winning, like, Finn Balor won the inaugural, like, uh, WWE Universal Championship, the All Red Championship. That shows f- how much they're getting behind him. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, rocket strapped to his ass. Yeah. First pay-per-view appearance on the main roster wins the championship. Damn. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, U.S. title match, Reigns versus Rusev. Uh, uh. Uh, should we just not, should we just skip it? Okay, I just want to say my reaction of when I came back, because I went upstairs, I'm like, okay, I'll come in in the middle of this match. No, by the time that I got back downstairs, two or three minutes later... Rusev was laying on the ground, clutching his ribs. Roman was being, like, pulled off of him by six or seven refs. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then Roman busts through them, and he starts beating Rusev up again. And then they take him out, and Rusev stumbles to his feet. And Roman runs back down the ramp, spears him in what was admittedly an amazing spear. Rusev sold it like a champ. But I had no idea what was going on. It was apparently a no contest. Rusev attacked him before the match, so Roman got a chair. And the and then, whole time, the crowd was chanting, We want Slater! I don't, I don't understand. The crowd was tired yeah. by this point. Which leads to easily the <sighs> most hyped match, if nothing else. Lesnar <sighs> versus... I'm fairly sure a now deceased man, Randy Orton. Yeah. Okay, so it starts out. Orton tries to get some offense early. Brock just bum rushes him to the floor, and Brock tosses Randy over the barricade, and then he just pulls him in, smashes him into a table, 
he's like, oh, fuck you, Randy. And he's about to do it onto another announce table, but Orton reverses that into an RKO, which out is really cool. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Nobody really expected it. And so they roll out, and uh, Randy's able to force Brock back to the ring. He hits him with a cool, that, that rope DDT thing he does, and then he spikes Lesnar on his head. Lesnar just stays there, rigid and cold, and then Randy starts to go to work. But Lesnar knocks Randy off, he takes his gloves off, and then he starts going full, like, ham, striking Orton. What? Like, oh my god. In the beginning, you see, uh, from what I've heard later, is that if you look at it, what most likely, sm- uh, it was a uh, Brock's shoulder, he just rams into Randy with it, and it slices Orton's head open. Oh, shit, dude. And then Brock gets Randy on the ground, and he's just pounding him. And he, he pounds him for a solid 30 or 45 seconds. Yeah. And then that's when the blood starts to pool onto the mat. And then that's when the ref pulls Brock off of Randy, and the doctors rush in. They were there was a doctor that was just putting pressure on his head. Oh God! So, so SummerSlam 2016 overall, you'd say watch AJ Cena, mm-hmm. uh, Enzo Jericho. Yep. Um, I would say watch Seth Rollins Finn Balor. I would even say watch the uh, the women's tag match. Yeah. Um, and watch. Because it's so short, and because if you like to see a snuff film, watch Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton, uh-huh. and feel bad like I did. But you know what, Blake? We got listeners that that are treating us like Brock Lesnar treated Randy Orton. We got <laughs> listeners that are ignoring us, just beating us into the ground. So, why don't you treat us like... I don't know, like Enzo treats Big Cass, or I don't know, I preferably how Brie Bella treats Daniel Bryan, maybe. And head on would, over to mm. patreon.com slash a load of BS over there. We got all types of goodies for you, and no matter how much you donate from $1 to $25, however much you want to give us a month just to support this lovely show that you are listening to every single week thanks right yeah was that a good i would also yeah i would also like to add on that that review dragged on um now you know how i feel watching the entirety of SummerSlam. <laughs> it's okay it's getting edited yeah but that review took a long time that was how i felt watching SummerSlam. but you know what blake vince mcmahon he He's a he's a man with an open mind. He's a man with an eye for creative people, and me and you, we're creative. And that's why it's time to play a little game I call Let's Make a Wrestler. It's like Let's Make a Deal, except it's not. It just has a similar name. Oh. I'm very tired. Anyways, oh. I have grabbed a copy of the amazing game Super Fight. Which you can find online at www.superfightgame.com. And Yay. essentially, it's a whole bunch of characters and a whole lot of character traits. And what I'm going to do, I will give Blake a character and Yay. three character traits. I will give Yay. myself a character, three character traits. Give ourselves a few minutes of silence. 
then we have to come back and reveal the epic pro wrestler that we've created and wonder how they would fare and battle against each other. So, Blakey Tanner, are you ready to make a wrestler? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Oh, sniggity <laughs> snap. Okay. Your wrestler's character. This is not his name. You can name him whatever you want. But his gimmick is that he is a mermaid. <laughs> oh, boy. And his traits, his def- this is what defines him, is that he's radioactive... Okay. He comes to the ring armed with a poison-tipped lance. Okay, that 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 works. And he shoots poison darts from his nose. Cool. I I honestly think you got a pretty decent hand there. That fit that can fit together really well. I got this. Now let's see what I got. My wrestler shall be a skeleton. (laughs) Oh, it's spooky! (laughs) Stop being so spooky! (laughs) His name is Spooky. (laughs) And, (laughs) damn it! He can't stop sobbing. (laughs) He knows how spooky he is. Um... He has long metal claws pop out of his hands like Wolverine. <laughs> and, oh, hold on. He has hands instead of feet. Nice. Blake Tanner, you got ten minutes on the clock, my friend. Let's make a wrestler. <laughs> All right, Blake, your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. What have we got coming from John, you? John, please. All right. So coming from the deep, from the oceans, <laughs> is Momoa Curry. Momoa Curry? <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, he is uh, a man who is one with the sea. He is a fisherman. Okay. Um who spearfishes and is one with the ocean. As a matter of fact, in my notes, I put basically Aquaman, but the badass Aquaman <laughs> with the cool-ass spear that shoots... And uh, the spear shoots poison blowfish darts. Yeah. But he can also shoot those darts from his nose. And um, the nose darts are actually his uh, his finisher because it's like a uh, it's like the green mist, except out of his nose... Okay. So he just tajiris them out of his nose, but he's also, um, he's a submission specialist. Oh yeah, of course. But he only specializes in aquatic-based submissions. (laughs) Such as? Such as the Boston Crab. Um, (laughs) he can do a pretty badass octopus hold. Of course. Um, and he knows every variant of the surfboard. (laughs) Oh my god. That was per- okay. I I have uh, what uh, is he a good guy, bad guy? <laughs> um, we'll see. The thing is, he came out. Um, also, I got the name of uh, Momoa Curry from uh, putting but- together, um, 
Jason Ar- Momoa and Arthur Tim Curry. Curry. <laughs> Arthur Curry, that's it. Um, so yeah, yeah which I, is Aquaman's I knew that name. I just googled Arthur Curry, and if you scroll down, the first thing is played by Jason by Momoa. Momoa. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he also looks like Jason Momoa. Oh, so it's Roman Reigns' new gimmick. Yes. Oh, I think it could really get him over. Yeah. And if not, um, then his music, which is just Aquaman's theme from uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. Oh, sweet. Which I will send you a link right now. So, basically, if if I've understood things correctly, your character... Is Aquaman? Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> yes. That is why I've written in the gimmick. He is basically Aquaman. It's been a long day, hasn't it? Okay. <laughs> Look, if you hadn't set the cards in front of me that said basically Aquaman, <laughs> you made it very easy for me okay. to make Aquaman. So, for me, Peter Sullivan was a hot young baby face coming into the WWE. Everybody loved him. Now, of course, he'd had to deal with oppression his entire life because the poor boy was born with hands instead of feet. (laughs) But, you know, WWE, they accepted that. They want to take that alleged weakness and make it his strength. They made it his character by giving his the epic finisher of the super punch, which is a lot like a super kick, Except he has fists on his feet, so it's now a super punch. So, one day, you see, see, like, he always gets cheered, but he always loses. WWE just, it's like the company can't get behind him, they can't give him that push he wants. And one day he gets frustrated, and when he gets angry, something bad happens. Giant metal claws just poke out of his hands and he rips his opponents to shreds he looks up the crowd begins to boo him and the only thing Sullivan's ever wanted was acceptance and now he just goes into a panic trying to say I'm sorry trying to wipe the tears from his face as he does his claws are now scratching his face rendering his entire head to be all the skins flailed off and so now all he has is a skeleton face. And ever since, he's now slowly taken all of his skin off. So now he's a spooky skeleton named Scullivan. And he so- just can't stop sobbing because everyone <laughs> hates him. But of course, you alright? <laughs> no, but keep going. Uh, but like... He always wants to be accepted, so he's always crying, but at this point, everyone's booing him, so he has to remain a, remain a tough guy. So he puts on a mask, which is, ironically enough, a mask of a skull <laughs> over his own skull, and goes out and rush, wrestles as the Duke of Depression, the Sultan of Sabin, the Baron of Bawling. Not like, not like basketball balling. Like, he's sobbing openly because, because he's so sad. And, um, of course, as he comes out, you just hear the ultimate sad kid anthem, I Miss You by Blink-182. So just as he walks out, it's, I'm sorry, my name is Peter Scullivan. 
I definitely killed a man in this ring, but they still hired me. <laughs> I'm very tired. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, do you want to hear how Momoa Curry came in to the WWE? Oh, yeah, yeah. Alright, so Momoa this. Curry, he was originally part of a team called the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, that's that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling group I've heard so much about. Yeah, um, the Justice Bros, actually. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the, the Justice Club, I believe. The Justice Club, that, that's it. Um, he was definitely their powerhouse, as it were. Mm-hmm. He was the big guy. He was strong. Um, then there was uh, there was Zooms Magooms. Zooms Magooms. <laughs> it was really really fast and a lightning quick striker. Yeah. Um, Zooms. And then uh, then there was a uh, fucking uh, the yeah the blue flashlight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know who used um. Uh, Illuminating offense, yeah, to blind his opponents. So, so these me, three. Let me recap: Jason Momoa, Zooms McGooms, and the Blue Flashlight. Uh, Jason Momoa, of course, uh, was also known at that point as a uh, Brosiden. Brosiden, King of the Brosian. King of the Brosian. Uh, so these three guys came in. And they 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 wrecked everything. Oh yeah, I'll bet. As you know, as it were, you, you know, not like any uh, team of three men has came and done that in the WWE in the last five years. No, especially mm-hmm. with a guy who looks like Jason Momoa. Exactly. Trust me, you don't want to know what the other two guys look like. Oh, <laughs> uh, but one at one point, Momoa he was just getting so good. And he was the one that was winning all the matches for the dudes. Oh, of course he They yeah. would just send him in, and he would just overpower everyone. So, uh, Zooms and Flashlight... Zooms and they, Flashlight? Yeah. They, they were both like, Yeah, dude, you're doing great. We love you. Hey, turn around for a second. And then... Oh. Oh, no. Then, poor Brosiden, he took... He took the lightning kicks from Zooms to the back of the head. And just as he turned around, he got the illuminating light punch, (laughs) which is kind of like a Superman punch, but it's called the illuminating light punch. Yeah, of course it is, because he wears that light on his fist as he punches. He's got, it's actually a, it's a wrist-mounted flashlight. Yeah. Not a foreign object, though. He doesn't hit people with it. And so... Both of them turned on Brosiden, who then actually uh, had his arm chopped off. What? <laughs> okay. Because of a set or um, By, in the um, uh, was uh, um, was it one of one of the two? Was it one of the Justice League? Did they do it? It was uh, it was Zooms, man. Oh no, not Zooms. Zooms. He he punched his arm so fast <laughs> that. Yeah. The it molecules the in, in his arms destabilized, and his arm from the uh, from the shoulder or no from the elbow down disintegrated. Oh no, not that's so, how po- you've got to watch out with zooms. Zooms yep. is powerful. So what happened is Momoa Curry, he was gone. People it, thought that he wasn't coming back until one day. The um, 
as Zooms and a blue flashlight, who uh, go by different names now that I really can't be asked to think up right now. Yeah, of course. Um, they were they were still teaming up, and one of them I think was going to win. Weren't they tag mm-hmm. champs at this point? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, um, <laughs> of course they were. They were they were in a tournament or something, and then Momoa Curry comes down to the stage, and his arm has been replaced by another spear. <laughs> so he has two spears. He has his finisher and the spear. Yep. Uh, he's. Oh wait, wait, wait hold on. Just... I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. So he looks at them. And he's just like, he's doing the motion like, those belts are mine. And they're like, we're tag champs. What are you going to do? And then you just hear, I'm sorry. I miss you. Out comes Scullivan for his big baby face turn. He just walks up and shakes Momoa's hand. His spear hand with his... Yeah, uh... the spear hand. <laughs> And Momoa's uh, promo, of course, is like, Now I bet you thought that I wouldn't team up with a spooky, scary skeleton. But we're going to out-spooky you. Because you ain't got no spooky balls. You forgot. And then Scullivan's just like, What the hell are you saying right now? Yeah! Oh! Oh, yeah! Oh, no, no, no. Scullivan would just be like, Let me tell you something, boys. <laughs> Me, me here, and Jason Momona, Momona. We're gonna take those belts away from you because they've been lying to everybody. They've been telling them that you two are heroes, but we are the true heroes. Me and Jason, M- M- Jason, Jason Mraz. Uh, Momoa Curry, <laughs> sir. Jason Momoa, Mason Jebediah. No, that that's his gimmick. Is he can't remember (laughs) his own tag partner's name? Jebediah, Jebediah Momoa Curry, the third of the Dovraki. (laughs) Call Momoa. Call Momoa. Okay. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Speed Mm. around. Speed around. But Okay. 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 Um. So, who do we want to focus on? Do we want to focus on uh, Jason Momoa or no? It's Momoa Curry. Momoa Curry. Yeah. Have I been calling him Jason Momoa this whole time? You have. I'm really tired, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's been a few years. A few years have passed. Uh, Momoa, Jason Momoa, has actually gone on to become one of the top guys in the company until. A stranger comes in who happens to be an eagle. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. You had this one. Uh, Who happens to be an eagle whose entire body is very sticky and has tiny T-Rex arms, which doesn't affect him much because he is, in fact, an eagle and also has an invisibility cloak what what is Momoa to do, dear reader? <laughs> well, you see, <clears throat> the uh, the screaming eagle, the screaming Scre- eagle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in and he caused a wave of destruction in the WWE because a- he had he was just too patriotic. 
Mm-hmm. So he was going after all the... And then it starts to spread. Like, it starts off with, obviously, the luchadors and mm-hmm. the uh, Japanese wrestlers. You know, he just starts beating them down. And then, and finally, then he, 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 he looks at he, Momoa... Uh, Momoa... Uh, to, Curry. Curry. Yeah, that guy looks at Momoa Curry and like, I don't know, your skin's kind of dark. Take That's his you promo. A... He well, just walks up and shrugs and is like, I don't know, you're good. You're probably. I have the, he has the title at this point, of course, uh, oh, the Screaming yeah. Eagle. Oh, oh, Momoa Curry? Yeah, he's got no. the title. This is, yeah, yeah. This isn't his big, ma- like, this wouldn't be a Mania match. Okay, this is leading up to the uh, Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Momoa Curry has to take on uh, Eagle McSticky Fingers. Mm-hmm. Which, who, by the way, has gotten rid of all of the uh, foreign competition by sticking them on his back and flying them back to their home countries. Yeah. It's a, it's horrible. It's shocking. It's, it's honestly the reason why a lot of people stopped watching WWE programming. This man mm-hmm. is single-handedly destroying WWE programming, removing great competitors like... Chris Jericho from Canada, removing uh, Shinsuke Nakamura from Japan, removing Sami Zayn from Tijuana, Mexico, <laughs> removing Kevin Owens from the other part of Canada. Yeah, and so well, no one's gonna want to tune in if you don't have the Swiss Superman Cesaro there. What? What are you gonna watch? John Cena wrestle another John Cena? You'll get bored of that after a while. Mm-hmm. We need diversity, and the Screaming Eagle is trying to take that away. That's how you sell a match, motherfucker. Also, uh, Momoa Curry has changed his name to Samoa Curry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he changed his name to Jason Momoa because Scotty <laughs> can't remember his name. Uh, they just call him Samoa now. Uh, no, I like Samoa Curry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it comes to the big match, and of course, uh, Samoa Curry goes for his big hit, the spear, and he goes down, and the Screaming Eagle's sticky body actually works against him, because as he hits that spear, his body sticks, and the spear knocks the Screaming Eagle to the ground, and because of how sticky the eagle is... <laughs> It's continuously pinned to the mat, and he can't unstick himself from the mat. Three, two, one, pinfall. That's not how they count pins. But there he is. But there he is, getting counted. Mm -hmm. But Blake, it's the Royal Rumble. You know what that means. It's time for Samoa Curry's last big adventure. Because at the end of the night, the man standing tall at the Royal Rumble, the man who's going to go on to face Samoa Curry at WrestleMania, is an Olympic gymnast. (laughs) Not wrestler, but gymnast. (laughs) With cat-like reflexes, wearing cement shoes that will prevent (laughs) Samoa Curry from pinning this person. Because of how heavy the shoes are, <clears throat> and they have a tiny baby arm. Okay, so in at number thirty at the Royal Rumble, you hear 
a dissonant Olympic theme. And my God, he's finally returned to the WWE. Bert Dangle is back. <laughs> Kurt Dangle? No, Bert. Oh, Bert Dangle. Bert Dangle. You're right, Bert Dangle. Nope. And of course, Bert Dangle runs in and just clears house. I mean, wrecks everyone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think, uh, y- you know, uh, the... The uh, blue flashlight's in there. And blue flashlight has actually gotten a big cult following recently, but... And everyone's like, oh, the, the blue flashlight's finally gonna get some people behind him. He's finally yep. gonna win something. No. No. Burt Dangle no. comes from behind. And you know, Blake, WWE makes good decisions, but sometimes they make bad decisions. And bringing <laughs> yep. back Burt Dangle to eliminate the blue flashlight was just wrong place, wrong time. Crowd turns on him. He was supposed to come in as oh, God damn it. As this great as this great hero. This <laughs> returning Olympic hero. They just boo him out of the arena. Boo! We want flashlight! We want flashlight! I, I was saying boo dangle. Boo dangle. And uh that's the point where uh of course Bert Dangle is just thinking. How dare you? I put my feet in these cement shoes for you. So I wouldn't get thrown over the top rope at the Royal Rumble. So I could fight for you. So I could fight for America. And then he just turns on the crowd. He turns on America. He Mm -hmm. turns on everyone except himself. At which point, uh... Samoa... 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 Samoa guy... Samoa Curry. Samoa Curry. Samoa Curry. <laughs> Samoa Curry. Comes out and he's just like, how dare you not fight for these people? These people are the reason you're back. These people are the reason you're here. But and then. It just leads to an epic confrontation for the people at WrestleMania 73. Except the week before. Okay. The blue flashlight. <gasps> demands to be put into the main event oh, so snap. much so that he has the entire roster and the crowds rush the <laughs> ring and not leave because he knew that he was screwed out of his opportunity at which point out comes the new authority uh, member of the WWE out comes Zooms Magoos <laughs> In a snappy suit. And he looks out at the blue flashlight and says, Flashlight, we uh, have a lot of history. uh, Which means at WrestleMania, you face me. If you can beat me, you get to go after that title. (laughs) The crowd's all chanting, Flashlight, flashlight, flashlight. Out comes WrestleMania. Of course, uh, you know, uh, Samoa Kerr mm-hmm. has lost a lot. Uh, Samoa Kerr has become a man in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's not that no yep. one likes him. It's just a matter of the blue flashlight is so well-loved. Mm-hmm. And so every, every, everyone's, like, so excited about the blue flashlight <laughs> that when it comes to that triple threat match, he seems like, 
He's a, no one cares about him. This is a time that he's never experienced before. A time where he's been booed. At which point, he looks at the blue flashlight. A man who's considered a friend. A man who's considered an enemy. But all in all, a man he considers a brother. Runs out to ringside, grabs a steel chair, because this is no disqualification, and beats the living shit out of the blue flashlight in front of all of the blue flashlight's fans. And then he realizes, wait, I have a spear on my arm. (laughs) Oh my god. That was amazing. And you know what else is amazing, Scotty? What? Tell me. I want to know... Yeah, our listeners. They are they're so great. All they're of the them. Best. They're so and you know what? You know how they can keep being amazing? I don't they can be more amazing. I, you know what? I don't know if they can be more amazing. Maybe they can prove me wrong. How could they do that, Blake? Hmm, if they go to patreon.com slash a load of BS <laughs> <laughs> and then just uh, scroll down and click that donate button. And type and help. in 500. Don't worry what it means. Exactly. And you know what? That would be the most amazing thing that I would ever have seen in my life. By God! Click that donate button, boy! Make we yourself famous! We've got so many rewards for all of our wonderful donators. If any of you choose to donate, please donate. Please, we need please, you to donate. Please. We can't keep doing this, this if you don't donate. It costs me money. It really oh my does. God. You know, since this is just basically the all wrestling podcast, you know, you know what we should do? Just because, you, okay, for our listeners who uh, n- never tuned into me and Blake's YouTube channel when me and Blake had a YouTube channel. Long time ago. Oh, long time ago. We did a little series called JWF Wrestling. And essentially all it was was me and Blakey Boy discovered that in WWE 2K14, you could build your own story. And me and Blake don't do anything half-assed. Not by a long shot. So we went all out. (laughs) Roughly... What was it, like, three? We had three years of pro wrestling planned. Yes. We we had three years of pro wrestling booked. It was in a notebook somewhere. Yeah. Um, we talked about it extensively. Yeah, and unfortunately, we discovered that talking about booking wrestling versus actually going into WWE 2K14, making the footage exporting the footage, and then syncing it up to live reactions of me and Blake as commentators, that happened to be a little bit more difficult. Also working the matches. Yeah, um, working matches was insanely hard. But, Mm -hmm. you know what, Blake? I was terrifyingly proud of our story of the BS... Mm-hmm. Breaking up. <gasps> oh shit! Oh, no. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, I mean that's kind of the first part of the story. So for it was the first part after the uh, the prologue. Yeah. So I figured as a nice little treat for our listeners on this all wrestling themed episode, we could cover a little bit of ground 
and tell a story I never got to tell. A little story in JWF Pro Wrestling. So, basically, me and Blake happen to be the most dominant tag team in all of JWF history. Wonderful. Had a long run. We, uh, Yeah, we had a very long run as tag champs until mm-hmm. a beast came into our midst. In fact, be, be, be. a man who possibly killed Randy Orton earlier tonight. It oh, was, he definitely killed Randy Orton. Yeah, definitely killed Randy Orton. It was I'm the reading beast. the news reports right now. He, his dead body was in the ring for a good 30 minutes. <laughs> it was the beast Brock Lesnar. And he oh, came in God. and laid waste. It was it was terrifying to watch. Nobody could stand mm-hmm. up to Brock Lesnar. Even our champion, the JWF champion himself, fell to Brock Lesnar. We lost our belt to the Beast himself until, oh, them BS boys came a calling, mm-hmm. and Blakey boys stepped up to the plate. It uh, it was eventually. Scotty, you had won the Money in the Bank contract. Oh, yeah. I had Money in the Bank, yep. and then at SummerSlam... And I had won a tournament to fight Brock. Yep. And, of course, uh, we had already teased a little bit of tension. People were asking, mm-hmm. uh, if if Blake wins the title, Scotty, will you cash in on him? At which point I told them the truth. It doesn't matter if Brock has it. It doesn't matter if Blake has it. It doesn't matter who has it. That's my title. But my time has come. And then, of course, Blake and uh, Brock have their match. But that same <laughs> night, me and Blake took on some pretty heavy competitors for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. And they threw you through a barricade, destroyed your ribs, took you to the back. And I had to fight them off alone. It, it was too much for me, man. And that was the night I lost the JWF tag team titles, unfortunately. And that night... But, I mean, only you lost the tag team titles, so it was fine. Yeah, but that night, you went on to face Brock Lesnar with broken ribs, and despite it all... It was a slobber knocker. Went on for 45 minutes. Literally, Blake Tanner, the man himself that's on this podcast right now, not in, in real life, not in a video game, took on Brock Lesnar for 45 minutes. You should have seen it. You sh- if you thought Randy Orton was bloody... Let me you tell you. Seen Brock. At the end, I think it averaged out uh, a suplex a minute. Yeah. And only about half of those Brock hit on me. Yeah. But of course, it was a bit too much for Blake. Very end, Brock catches him, hits him with that. Yeah, five me onto the ring post. Yeah. Three, Bad. two, one. So Ref had to count down, too. That was how yeah, bad it was. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm tired. So the very next night, I say, I'm, I'm sick of it. I come out to the ring. I tell Brock Lesnar to get his ass in that ring right now. Real Brock Lesnar. Me, Scotty Moore, personally challenging a giant, terrifying man to a battle. A battle of strength versus intellect. I have money in the bank. I could cash in any time I want, but I gave Brock a fighting chance. I said, there's a pay-per-view in three weeks. I'll see you there. It's going to be the BS versus the Beast. 
the the poster looked really cool because it said it said beast but the b and the s was a lot bigger so it was, it, was, it, it it it's a marketing thing don't worry about it uh so the match comes and Blake gets banned from ringside that that dastardly Paul Heyman gets gets Blake sent away and so I take on the beast it took me everything I had but at the end of the night Scotty Moore the host of this podcast had his foot firmly planted on the beast's head the belt raised in the air. The ref counted one, two, three, three, two, one. Could count however he wanted because I was the champion. Well, yeah. see, your foot wasn't on, in the air. You were on the ground, and you kind of rolled over onto Brock. Look, and his shoulders were on the ground. This is why the next night, huge celebration. They. All throughout, all throughout the show, they're advertising. The BS saved the JWF. BS have done it. BS have done this. And I come out with my belt. Blake comes out. The BS boys back in the ring. Blake grabbed that mic. Made a stunning speech about how we're getting our tag titles back. We got the belt. We got the heavyweight title. It's time to go get them tag titles back. And I looked at him. Gave him a big smile like I would give my buddy and I grabbed my title and rammed it straight into his face because Blake Tanner did not beat Brock Lesnar the BS did not save the JWF Scotty Moore saved the JWF Blake was sitting in the back with the rest of the boys while I was out defeating Brock Lesnar And so a few weeks go by, and I maintain my dominance. I get the Intercontinental Champion right under my wing. I start to teach him a few things. Of course, Blake wants to rebel, but everyone I have in my payroll is too much for. Uh, Could I I have a moment? Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? Okay. It, this may just be me misremembering, but I thought originally you won the same night that Brock and I fought. No. When when did it move to later? No, that's, no, no. That's a little bit disingenuous. Oh no, it was on a different. Yeah, because it was it was the same night. I'm pretty sure. It wasn't. Um. It was a. Anyways, a few oh. weeks later, Blake Tanner comes back jealous, of course. That I've won everything. The biggest prize in the business, the heavyweight title, is in my possession. And hey, I'll be honest, Blake Tanner, he's not earned a shot. But Blake's piggybacked off me my entire career. Why not piggyback off me a little bit more? So I give him a title shot at the okay, very okay, hold, next... Okay, uh, okay, wait, wait, uh, if I could interject again. Yeah? It, it wasn't so much uh, I didn't earn a title shot. It was, you know, I came in and uh, at one point I took down uh, a couple of your guys. And, you know, I made you a little bit mad. I told you you might have been misremembering things. And, uh, you know, the people really uh, 
really didn't like what was going on, and, and I, I can understand Don't it's really hard to hear things from in the, the ring. people love me, that's why. At the very next pay-per-view, it was Scotty Moore, Blick Tanner, the BS, finally facing each other. A treat for the ages. People were cheering me for the opportunity to show them this amazing match. And at the end of the night, this glorious spectacle of just two respectable athletes... Blake, you were, of course, a very respectable athlete. Me, myself, respectable. On that night, I just happened to be a little bit better, a little bit ahead of the game. Pinned you right in that ring. They knocked the ref down and put me through a table. Um, when you say they, you do mean, of course, just me, because I... Uh, you and uh, whoever was holding the IC championship at that time... And then your two goons that were trying to go for the tag championships. Look. They might have come out for a little while. <sighs> okay. And then, you know, all I remember was there was one table. There might have been two, a couple see, of chairs. Okay, Blake, see, I, I understand. I, I, I know when you remember things back, some things might have went wrong. And I understand. And I'm a man who acknowledges that. I'm a man who acknowledges your problems, whether how truthful they may be is completely... Uh, it doesn't matter to me. So I'm going to give you a chance. You obviously have a problem with my guys. So, why don't you find you a few of your guys? Very next pay-per-view is going to be Survivor Series, Blakey Tanner. And uh, I know you ain't got many friends back there, but I'm sure you could rustle up about five of them to take on five of my guys. And you know what? If you guys win, we got the titles right now. You all get a chance to face us for our titles at the very next pay-per-view. And okay. of course, I, I'll admit it. I'll admit when I've chosen the wrong friends. I'll admit when my team wasn't the best. I mean, I coached them perfectly fine the entire time, but unfortunately, they did unfortunately all get pinned. And, and then you got your title shot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we pinned all of them. All of them. Every single one. Yeah. Did we have a pin ourselves? Uh, no. No. I thought, no, that one guy, uh, we pinned for two, but... Which which one? Craig? Craig. I don't think we had a but, Craig. But, you know what, does it... Ma- oh, wait, was Craig the ref? Jo- was Craig the ref okay, that got knocked but, out of the ring? You know what, Blake? But Blake! That's it. I've had it with you. I'm sick of you in this company. I'm sick of you piggybacking off of me this entire time. Like, everyone in that audience is sick of you. So the very next pay-per-view, I'm going to get rid of you the only way I know how. Hell in a cell. If you win, you get my title. If I win, you are gone. Doesn't matter. What happens? I will make sure I end you. Okay, let's go. (laughs) And so Hell in a Cell happens. And I did everything. I threw you off the top of that cell through a table. I cracked your skull open with a chair. I hit an SMG on you off the top rope. And you know what? It was hell in a cell. No cronies came in. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened that night 
you have to admit, I was the better man. I mean, I would, except for there were a couple of those times where I flew off the top rope, knocked you onto some chairs in the middle of the ring, we climbed up to the top, and I gave you my signature Skywalker on top of the ring. We both fell things 12 feet into the ring from the top of the cell, and, and in I the end... Won. That's the point. I don't the care official what you stopped did the to match. Me. You're gone. Because I did it. I erased you permanently from this company. And you're right. I left. I wasn't good enough. I'm so- oh, well. I'm sorry? Yeah. I'm not good enough. If you keep beating me, however you keep beating me with your cronies with the boss, everybody was behind you. And I know when I can't win, so I'm going to take my ball and find somewhere else. Plays a little bit fairer. Well, well. (laughs) I did it! I finally did it! He's gone! Oh, and of course, after that, months and months of Scotty Moore continuing to hold the JWF title proudly. And you can keep talking about my cronies, but they all turned on me. Hey, well, I'll admit hold it, the JWF hostage. I'm not an easy like. guy to like, and I'm fine with all those guys turning mm. on me. But you know what? They turned on me, and I beat them right back. Every single one of them. At Hell in a Cell, I beat them. At TLC, I beat them. At the Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say the Royal uh, Rumble? The, uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble. Oh, let I- me talk about what I saw on TV during the Royal Rumble. I saw Scotty Moore and this big burly former crony of his. He was the IC champion at the time, but he was gunning for Scotty Moore's title. He asked, he begged for a cage match. And after, after throwing Scotty Moore onto the cage, after pitting him with his 350-pound body over and over, Scotty Moore crawled out of the cage Barely grasping for breath. That's the rules. I don't care. Got away. I got away. (laughs) Don't say it's unfair. It's in the rules of the match. Pinfall, submission, or escape the cage, and I escaped that monster. So then, the Royal Rumble. The place where 30 of the best wrestlers. Enter, throw each other over the top rope. Vying for my title. 30 men all fighting to get a chance to lose to me. And I watched them all go in. Number one, run in. Number two, run in. Number three, number four. And I equally watched them all get eliminated. Number 12, 15, 16, 17. I watched them all. 29, 30, 
Number 30, Blake Tanner strolls to the ring. He breaks out into a run. He jumps into the ring and he throws four, five, six men over. There's a fire lit in his eyes. There's passion. There's something that he had thought he lost. But now he's back. No. He had been training with some of the best. He had climbed mountains. Nope. He had destroyed all of his negativity. No, 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 no. I I beat you. I you you said you'd leave. I did everything to you. I nearly broke my leg falling through that cage. I suffered 50 Cracked ribs. I mean, I, I, the doctor said they wouldn't be sure if I could wrestle again. I'm a modern miracle walking here today. The fact that I've defended my title as long as I am is just a miracle of science because of the lengths I went through to beat you just so you'd leave. And now you just go against your word? Are you a dishonest man? Is that what you're saying to me? No more dishonest than you. You who at every turn cut corners. You who cheated, you who who treated me and the JWF like a plaything that you could manipulate at your beck and call. <laughs> and now I'm trying, I'm here, I'm here to end it. And you know what? I'm here to pin you for every single time you cheated me out of that title. That's why... For our match, WrestleMania, we're going for a 60-minute Iron Man match. Oh, no, 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 no. It's my (laughs) choice. We're going to have a no-disqualification match. Actually, how about this, Blake? You've got an idea. I've got an idea. How about this? The beginning of this whole descent between the two of us can all be traced back to really one man. And it's not you, it's not me, it's Brock Lesnar. So, I've got a title defense at the pay-per-view this Sunday. But I happen to notice you don't have a match on that card. How about this, Blake? If you can beat the Beast, if you can beat the man who you weren't able to beat, if you can somehow face that little demon of yours, make this match whatever you want. You can tie my hands behind my back if you want to. Scotty, it's funny that you should mention Brock. You should mention the man that I sought out. Teach me to be as relentless and ruthless as him. <laughs> That's where I've been for a long time. Well, so I welcome the idea, the chance that I finally get to beat him like I should have so long ago. Well, you're lucky. Because that Sunday, I, uh, I got out after my match, where, of course, I walked away after beating six men in the elimination chamber to retain After that coming time. out as number six. Maybe. I, I got to bit. watch your match, and you know what? 
Blake, I am so proud of you. You did it. You beat Brock Lesnar. You beat a man who a lot of people have said is the best in the business, the best wrestler of all time. Although, I did pin him, so in a way, I guess that makes me the best. I am the meter stick now, not Brock Lesnar, not John Cena, not even The Undertaker. I am the measuring stick. And at WrestleMania... This little Iron Man match you want to have? <laughs> you get to be measured among the greats to see how much you can last up. And if I Let's remember go. correctly, at WrestleMania, Blake, not a single minute passed where you could ever pin me. 60 <laughs> minutes, not once could you pin me in that ring? 60 minutes. 60 minutes in the ring, fighting for my life, fighting for everything that I've ever believed in, fighting for every single person that was filling that auditorium, fighting to prove that I was the best, fighting to prove that I could finally beat you one-on-one, -on -one, no strings attacked. And there were no pinfalls, there were no submissions, there was nothing in that 60 minutes. <laughs> we pushed each other to the limit, we gave it our all. And when 60 minutes was up, there was no clear winner. So we decided we would keep going until somebody finally got a pin. We were going into overtime, baby. Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, doing any and everything they could to put each other away to prove who is the best in the business who is the best in the world who is the best in the universe and finally after giving everything I've got and throwing all of it in the direction of Scotty Moore boom hit the Skywalker I flew the people cheered they knew what was going to happen. One, two, three. And there, first time JWF World Heavyweight Champion, Blake Tan. JWF World Champion, Blake So yeah, that's uh that's the story. That's the story I've had in my heart for uh for a while and we finally got to tell it. I'm I'm happy about it. We're sticking to it. That's our story. We're sticking to it. All of that really happened. Just no one happened to film it. Exactly. Um it was uh it was tragic actually. It yeah, was tragic. Yeah. All the footage was lost in the great fire of 2012. Uh, uh, um so that we that is still being investigated as a case of arson. Yep. Um Vince McMahon may or may not have been implicated. As he stole all the ideas as well. Um, Indeed. That being said, Blake, what have you learned this week, my brother man? I've learned that Brock Lesnar has metal shoulders. <laughs> um, and I would say this week, I have learned Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason, uh, Jason Momoa Oh, I'm is... sorry. I have learned Momoa... Curry. Samoa Samoa Kerr. Kerr. Samoa Samoa Kerr. Kerr. 
I've learned not to podcast while tired. Uh, oh my god. Uh, it's been a show. It's been awesome. And if you've enjoyed the show and all the shenanigans, head on over to patreon.com. Get, leave us a little money. Just, you know, just to keep the show going a little bit and just so we can get some sleep. Please. I just yep. need sleep. That's patreon.com slash a load of BS. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. Uh, Blakey Tanner, where can they find you? Um, in my bed sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or at what's my Twitter handle? Blake. Fuck. Blake A. Tanner at at Blake A. Tanner. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Darkroom Vidya is your Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. V i d y a Darkroom V i d y a. You damn right. And I am Scotty Mo on the Twitter. That is S c o t t y e m o. You can find me over there. Uh, you can find my book on Amazon at Quezal Corp. That is Q u e z a l c o r p. And you can find both of us on Twitter. At a load of pure BS, except no substitutes. And as always, mm-hmm. he is the B. I am the S. Put us together, you get a load of BS. And we will see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Oh, also, we'd like to send out apologies to Ric Flair. Sorry, you couldn't be on this podcast this week, buddy. Yeah, we'll get you back. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk to oh. you again, Rick. What? Did you notice that? That weird, like, static? What? What? Woo! <laughs>